Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Stu on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called The Primordial Subluxation. Well, first of all, welcome back, Stu, to Stu on This. <laughs> We're finally back home after five weeks of wonderful European adventures, so it's been a while. My sincere apologies to those of you whose Monday mornings haven't been quite the same without a stew on this episode to stew on. But if it's any consolation to you, please know that after this brief hiatus, I feel clearer than ever about why I do this podcast, and I feel better than ever about doing it. Part of that is due to running into quite a few people at chiropractic events, both in Spain and in England, who shared with me that they're regular listeners and how much they appreciate the podcast and how much it helps their week. Well, I like to think that I don't need to hear things like that, that I get all the fulfillment I need just by putting my stuff out there. And perhaps I don't absolutely need the feedback, but it sure is sweet and joyful when it happens. BJ said that you never know how far-reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. I'm definitely good with that idea. And it's still really helpful to know I'm not alone when one person actually tells me I have made a difference. So I know many of you sometimes feel as though you're alone and maybe don't make much of a difference. Well, please hear one person, being me, right now, and know that you're never alone and that you absolutely make a difference in this world. Maybe we all want to breathe that in for a second. Ah, well, that being said, the other reason, the main reason for my renewed clarity and enthusiasm about Stu on this, is that after taking a break from it, I know more than ever that it helps address what I believe to, the mo to be the most basic and important block to humankind's ability to love, to connect, to cooperate, it's what Sigafus used to call the primordial subluxation, and that is the separation between human, the physical, and human, the spiritual. That interference to the full expression of our wholeness. The separation between the way we tend to show up and the way we could show up. Well, in chiropractic, this is often referred to as the subluxation above the atlas. But in my way of thinking, the interference is actually between our heads and our hearts. Jimmy Parker, who ran Parker seminars for like 50 years, and who was a great and early teacher for me, used to talk about two kinds of interference, quantity interference and quality interference. Quantity interference happens at the level of the spine, and therefore the answer is a sp specific chiropractic adjustment. Whereas quality interference happens in consciousness. It is interference between the head and the heart, and the answer is love. I didn't really understand this so much in my Parker seminar days, but I see now that this is exactly what I live and teach and what Stu on this is all about. Because love, whether it shows up as compassion or acceptance or joy or empathy or gratitude or connection or peace, always removes interference between the head and the heart. And when the head and the heart are one, the brain, first of all, does a much better job of running the body. <laughs> and when head and heart are one, our body, mind, and spirit are one. 
and then anything and everything become possible. Except, of course, putting toothpaste back into the tube the same way it came out. Uh, speaking of bodies, <laughs> Hillary and I had a magnificent time in Europe, even though through the whole second half of our trip, we kind of took turns trying to outdo each other with our symptom expressions. <laughs> yes, physical issues can most certainly create interference between the head and the heart. And there were moments, I must admit, these past few weeks when that interference was pretty thick and pretty dense. But I'm really grateful that Hillary and I have both come to the point where we have more than enough faith in innate intelligence to remember to love ourselves through it all. And that made such a huge difference. Many of you know that Hillary and I were ministers in a Unity Center. Unity was founded by Charles and Myrtle Fillmore just a few years before chiropractic was founded and just a few hundred miles down the road from Davenport in Kansas City, Missouri. Unity started when Myrtle Fillmore, who had suffered her entire life from some kind of debilitating respiratory condition, she, she was an invalid, it was diagnosed at that time as TB, but who knows. She began affirming her inborn ability to heal. She started spending hours praising and loving her body, the same body that she previously thought of and talked to as if it were weak or vulnerable or failing her in some way. Well, it took two years, but Myrtle was completely healed. And in her, in her own words, it only took two years because that's how long it took to erase the doubts she had about what she was saying. Well, I see now that what Myrtle was doing while she was overcoming her doubts was she was constantly removing interference between her head and her heart and doing it with self-love. And I think we can all undoubtedly do a little more of that. Uh, so hopefully my wonderful listeners won't mind if Stu on this continues to focus on love especially self-love. And if you ever find humor in these episodes, well, that's just another way of removing interference between the head and the heart. And I hope to be even funnier in future episodes. But in the meantime, stew on that. And I'll see you next week.